Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. There are certain shows that resonate with our entire population. I think for a lot of people, you can resonate with shows like Days of Our Lives or Grey's Anatomy or House or 24. Right now, that's what I'm watching on Sundays after church. One that resonates with us is Judge Judy. I think her character is amazing. I grew up thinking that that was actually what court was like until I was at court for the first time and realized it's nothing like that. Interestingly enough, did you know that Judge Judy is one of the highest paid TV personalities of all time? Get this. Her net worth, according to some websites, is over $400 million. In fact, one of them puts it at $440 million. I don't know any judge that is sitting in any real court that has that high of a net worth. And if they do, I need to have a conversation with them because they know something that I don't. In this picture of judge, we have Judge Judy that sits on one side. And then we have God as judge that sits on the other side. And sometimes our picture of God as judge can be skewed by the Judge Judys that we experience or even the people that produce judgment or judge us in our lives by what we do, how we act, how we live our life, whatever it may be. In fact, for a while, there was a line that people would use that said, don't judge me. In essence, you don't have an authority to step into my life and make claims, accusations, assumptions based on the way I look, the way I act. I would say that most times it's not a bad saying to use, except when it comes to God as judge. Scripturally, biblically, God is the only one that can truly judge man. In James chapter 4, James writes, Don't criticize one another, brothers and sisters. Anyone who defames or judges a fellow believer defames and judges the law. If you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one lawgiver and one judge who is able to save and destroy. But who are you to judge your neighbor? So that one lawgiver and one judge, that is that is God. And it's to him that we give an account of our lives. He is the one that can put our lives according to the law, according to what is good, what is holy, what is of him, and judge it based off that. First Peter 4, 5, which is the verse for today, says this, they will have to give account to him, they meaning us, him meaning God, who is ready to judge the living and the dead. So what does it mean for God to judge? In the study today by J.I. Packer, he posits, it puts forward that there are four ways that we can think of God as judge. The first one is God, the judge, is a person with authority. Why does he have authority? Because he makes us. He made everything. Everything is made in response to him. And so only the person who made something, everything, can judge because he had intention for what it was supposed to be. Think about this way. When you create something, somebody else 
may experience it and make their own judgments on it. So for example, if I make a batch of cookies and somebody tries them, obviously their taste buds, their experience of that will leave a judgment. They could say it was good, it was bad, it was okay. I'm not a baker, so they'll probably say it's okay to treat me nicely. However, when I try them, because I know the work that I put into it and I know the intention of what it was supposed to be like, I will have a different kind of judgment. So when I eat that cookie that somebody else says is okay because they're trying to be kind to me, I'll probably say, oh, that's bad because it's not what I intended it to to taste like. I thought it would be a bakery cookie, but because Mignocchi, me, I'm not a good baker, I'm probably not going to put that in the good category. So God has the authority because he created us. He created everything to be the one lawmaker and one judge. So God is a person, the only one with authority. Next, we have God is the only one who knows good and right purely because he is holy. And because he is holy, everything that is not of him is therefore not holy, not good, not right. He is the only fully righteous one. There is no unrighteous but him. And so he can judge based on his character because he is without flaw. The third one is wisdom. Throughout scripture, anytime somebody desires wisdom, they ask the father who gives of wisdom freely. That's what it says in James chapter one. That the Lord, when you ask him for wisdom, gives it freely. And that wisdom isn't just knowing the law, it's applying the law. And the reason, one of the reasons we can we can trust God in this wisdom is because in the picture of Christ, who is God on earth, fully God, fully man, he took all the knowledge and applied it in such a way that led him to be pure and holy in every interaction, whether he was caught in a bad situation or in the midst of a celebration. In Jesus, you see perfect wisdom, perfect law being displayed, being acted out on, being applied perfectly. And Jesus said he did not come to abolish the law, but fulfill it. So when we follow Jesus' full footsteps, as we follow Jesus' words, we are actually applying God's wisdom in our life. So God, being perfect in knowledge and perfect in practice, is the only one that is perfect in wisdom. And finally, God is the only one that execute sentences. That when it comes to looking at our whole life across the board, it is only God that can make a judgment on how we have lived our life because he sees it all. He sees it everything. On earth, we have judges that look at a moment. God looks at the lifetime. But praise God that even in the judgment and the fact that most of us would get sentences that would leave us in the place that is not of the Father, meaning meaning how that he sent Jesus. And when we believe in him, when we believe in Jesus, when we trust him, when, when we accept the gift of his sacrifice and we lean in on his resurrection, God's judgment over our entire lives is wiped out because Jesus steps in and he says, I've paid it for him. So with that, because we can trust, if you've said yes to Jesus, you can trust that it's been paid in full. We can look at the judge with trust rather than fear. 
because while he will call out what is in our lives that is out of accord with him, we can ask him to reveal that so we can step into his righteousness, his holiness, and what he intended us to be. That is good news, my friends, that God is judge for the person who believes is a place of trust and love and not a place of fear and death. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.